Hey friends, welcome to the Tulips and Roses podcast, the show where we give ourselves our flowers by talking everything self-care and self-improvement. I'm your host, Madison Francis, and I am so happy to have you here today. So right before we jump into today's episode, if you're watching on YouTube, do not forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you can be the first to know when we upload an episode. Also, give us a thumbs up if you enjoy the content. If you're listening on a podcast platform, then please give us a five-star rating. It really helps me out. And don't forget to check out the website, tulipsandrosespod.com, where you can find all the updates and any information that you need to know. I have been thinking a lot about past friendships recently, and I am also on this journey of self-improvement, um, and I'm... I hope you are too, since you're listening today, (laughs) but I've really been thinking a lot about how, when I started this journey of self-improvement, how many people just left my life and it was just really interesting to me. So today we're just going to dive into the end of friendships, losing friends, and then dealing with those people talking bad about you afterwards. Um, I hope that you guys will get some value out of this episode and you can relate a little bit and I hope that I can help because this is what I have reflected on and this is what I've come up with as to what all of that is about. (laughs) So there's this whole idea that when you have multiple people around you leaving you that you are the common denominator. I guess I shouldn't really call it an idea. It's more so a fact because I mean if you notice multiple people leaving you you're the one that's left. I don't always think that it's a negative thing. If you're like me or how I was, you may think that there's something wrong with you. You're a horrible person. There must be some terrible thing that you did or terrible character flaw that you have that is making people literally get up and walk out of your life. Like you must think that you're a horrible person or you must be a horrible person because all these people keep not wanting to be around you. And to unpack that a little bit, I don't think that they're always like, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I think that it takes two to tango. And sometimes there doesn't have to be a reason why somebody doesn't want to be around you. I also found that with a lot of the friendships that I used to have, the people would either talk poorly to people around me or talk poorly behind my back to others and then I would just randomly hear about it or they would do it directly to my face in front of me, give me all of the reasons why I was lucky to be their friend and I did this, that and the other and they would actually verbalize the negative thoughts I was already thinking in my head about being a bad person, having some sort of character flaw, and just, you know, not being a great friend. I think this is a really big learning lesson for everybody because a lot of those people seemed really strong to me. Like they were okay asserting their boundaries, leaving a situation that didn't serve them. They were even like okay to raise their hand in class or raise their hand at work and give an idea without any sort of hesitation or anxiety. Like they just seem like a strong person to me. And at the time when I was hanging around these certain people, I was not that kind of person. I was more passive. I was shy and scared to raise my hand. I didn't think very highly of myself. I didn't really see my skills and value myself. And 
I attracted those people, I guess, because I thought that being around people who seem strong would help me become strong. But I think it's also interesting to think about that when you're in such a low place in your life, when you are not operating from a position of strength or self-assurance or self-confidence, that you're attracting people that can also feed off of that lack. So I noticed that when I started working on healing, working on myself because I was unhappy where I was in my life and job, relationships, I didn't want to be shy anymore. I wanted to be a strong person. I wanted to be confident and to value myself more. These people started dropping like flies. (laughs) And because I held them to such a high regard And because I thought that being around strong, confident people or people who I thought were strong and confident would help me on my journey, it hit me like twice as hard because I viewed them, it hit me twice as hard because I viewed them as very strong, confident people, people I admired. And when they no longer wanted to be around me, I thought that I was the worst. (laughs) And that wasn't really the case. The reason... I believe and what I always try to keep in the top of my head is that I was changing. I wanted to change my life. I didn't want to be a person that was quote unquote weak. I didn't want to be a person that was shy to do things or would say no to things because they were too anxious. I wanted to be a person who stood up for themselves and who had an opinion on things and who had values and boundaries that they kept. So of course, when I started doing that, asserting my boundaries, sticking to them, like those friendships became really strained and often ended. And, you know, I would like to think of myself as a good person, a little naive, (laughs) at some times a little naive, but a a, a good person. Like I want to give people the benefit of the doubt. I honestly often don't listen to what other people say about a person before I meet them. I like to give people chances and I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. And I know a lot of you out there can relate. You're good people, genuine, honest, kind. And you want to believe that the people around you, when they say that they love and support you and are there for you, and you believe those things to be true unless otherwise shown. And unfortunately, there are people out there that get their strength from us staying hurt, not working on ourselves, operating in a place with little or no self-esteem, like they operate. And you can really see that as a hard truth when you notice that the friends around you are dropping like flies, especially when you have decided yourself and within to make positive changes in your life. I think of this often and I will reflect and I challenge you to do the same, but look back to yourself when you started to heal, before you started to heal, while you were healing, when you decided, like how has your friend group changed since then? Are the people around you still the same? Have they changed? A lot of the time, if they've changed, when you decided to make a major growth effort and you've decided yourself that you want to be better, like (laughs) those people can't handle it. And the important thing here is that if you feel better about where you're going and the journey that you're embarking on, then it was all for the better. And I feel like this is where the lesson lies a lot of the time. Like when someone first meets you as one version of yourself, they expect you to always show up as that version. If someone meets you and you're very insecure and shy and 
you don't assert boundaries, all that kind of stuff. They're going to expect you to always show up like that. And the second that you stop showing up like that, the second you start asserting boundaries or you start being more confident or you start saying whatever's on your mind without being anxious, like they're going to notice and they can either take it or leave it. Um, but the people that offer, but the people that operate from your lack and your weakness are going to leave it. Your relationships strengthen because you are showing up as a certain version of yourself and they're showing up as a certain version of themselves. And the reason that relationship can strengthen because is, is really because your traits complement their traits. And this is where the idea of like, you know, on Instagram and TikTok, everybody talks about how you are a magnet or you are a mirror. It's because you attract the reflection of what you are, really. I just combined those two, but it makes sense. Let me explain. So if you meet someone and you don't respect yourself, you don't love yourself, your boundaries are not a priority, you are going to attract people who are not going to respect you, who don't actually love you and see your value. They just act like they do. And people who don't treat your boundaries as a priority. And honestly, they too, more often than not, don't respect, love, or value themselves either. But the second you change attributes about your character and make the choice to start living a better life and start treating yourself as number one, those people who met you when you were not at your best and not consciously working on yourself are going to drop like flies. But the beauty of it is that you're going to attract new people who are more in line with your current journey and where you're headed and where you want to be. If you're not actively working on yourself, it's going to hurt a lot. And my progress working on myself is very long and very slow. And I think that it should be. I think it's really a lifelong process for everybody working on yourself. But truth be told, when you're at your lowest, of course, it's and you're not moving forward, and you're not taking steps forward to be a better person and be the person that you want to be and act more loving towards yourself. It's going to be really easy to just be negative towards yourself and think that you're the common denominator to think that you're the problem and that there's something wrong with you if you but if you operate this and have these thoughts you're still operating in a negative and disrespectful way towards yourself you're not operating with confidence or self-assurance or even self-love I believe to operate as a healthy human mentally you should have all of these characteristics and be living them every day. You should be confident. You should be self-assured. Love yourself. See your own worth and value. And seeing yourself as the solo problem for a relationship that didn't work out is not doing that at all. So we all know it takes two to tango. And I'm not saying that the end of the relationship is the other person's fault or anybody's fault here, or whether it was a singular incident that happened or gradually over time. I'm, I'm, I'm really just trying to say in the most boiled down general form that I can think of, and expand on now your relationship started on a complementary path and then somewhere down the line through the choices on both parties ends your path got further and further apart from one another and the person that you want to become and the way that you want to live your life is different from the person they want to become and the way that they want to live their life when you choose to work on yourself you will soon come to realize that these people just don't accept the version of you that you are choosing to become And of course, the journey that comes along with it. And you really have no choice but to just accept it. And you have to really work on accepting that because, for example, if you want to if you want to put in the work to become the best version of yourself possible, asserting boundaries, loving yourself, treating yourself as number one, why would you want anybody around you that doesn't support that? 
Like, it seems like a no brainer. And of course, it's easier being said than done. But like, why would you want somebody around you that doesn't support you loving yourself more and being more confident? And since we attract the reflection of what we are, why do we feel the need to hold on to people who don't respect and love themselves as well? It all filters back to the saying, how can you ever give love and respect to someone else when you don't give it to yourself first? Now, I'm not saying if your friend is insecure about something, like ditch them and like, (laughs) that's not good. (laughs) That is not being a, a nice person. But I'm saying if somebody is like constantly being negative towards themselves, it's going to filter eventually onto being negative towards other people and seeing their insecurities in other people. And then if you notice somebody is like that and they obviously know that they're like that, or maybe it just hasn't really like clicked in yet and they choose not to change. Like that's when I think you can take a look at that situation and maybe start distancing yourself from that person or from a person like that. Because it's one thing to be completely delulu and not know that you're taking your insecurities out on other people. It's also one thing to know that you're taking your insecurities out on other people and know that there's parts of your life that are unhappy, that you're unhappy with um, and not change them. And I think that those are the people that you really have to be careful with because why do you want to keep living your life in a way that like makes you unhappy why do you want to keep living in unhappiness and negativity if you don't take action to change the things in your life that you want to change and you surround yourself with people who do that it's you're going to become comfortable with that and that's going to also seep into your life eventually so you really have to be careful with people like that I'm also not saying that all of this has to happen overnight you don't have to just be like oh this person one negative thing they're out on the curb (laughs) never taught blocking their number like you don't need to do it like that but you can have a healthy distance and then leave that person with love honestly personally when I look back on those same friendships that have ended now I see myself how I was insecure not confident at all I didn't love myself or trust myself and those people that left liked me when I was living like that but when I started to very slowly gain a voice, become more confident. That's where our path started straying away. I was making positive changes in my life. I was taking inventory of the parts of my life that I was unhappy with and I was working slowly, one step at a time, trying to change them into a better situation, into changing my life so that I could live in happiness, live with happiness every day. We started straying away from one another because I started becoming a different person compared to the person that they met. That is just boiled down to the very fact of I was different than the person they had met. In this case, it was positive. And for a lot of these friendships I'm looking back on, it was positive. I changed for the positive. So another thing that you may relate to also is like I had this massive worry that These people who used to be my friends, who I considered super close to me, would not be saying very great things about me behind my back and to others. And most of the time it was the people who said very hurtful things to my face (laughs) about me and how I should be lucky to be their friends and all of this stuff. But I truthfully thought that, you know, if I'm not super close with someone that I used to be super close with, that I would be villainized or portrayed as this awful person and no one would ever want to be my friend again no job or industry would ever hire me or welcome me based on what other people have said 
And sometimes I struggle with this still, but I had a really helpful thought (laughs) that I think is going to help you guys too. I think that not only can it help you guys in this situation, but also if you hear something about someone else or you are starting to become friends with someone who seemingly has a lot of ex-friends or quote unquote enemies, that kind of thing. Think of this. So there is this quote. I know you guys have heard it, but it's when someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. That's the quote. It may not be verbatim of what it actually is, but like that's the idea. That's the quote. The quote is not. When Johnny tells you who Joe is, believe Johnny before getting to know Joe. I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Obviously, okay, so obviously you need to use your better judgment. And if it's an extreme situation where someone's on trial for some wild crime or something extreme that you're not comfortable with, I hope you would know the answer in that case. And obviously, when someone is telling you bad things about someone you're friends with, you have to look at the person that's telling you these things. One, why would they tell you these things? Number two, what does that say about their value system in their relationships? Like, they're clearly, if they're comfortable saying bad things about someone they used to be friends with, the second you're not friends with that person who's telling you these awful things about your new friend, they're, they're going to do the same to you. And more often than not, this is the case. If you think people are going to, the people you used, if you think the people you used to be friends with are going around and talking badly about you, more often than not, the people they're talking badly to are thinking exactly those same things. Why is this person talking badly about Madison? Why is this person like, obviously this person talks badly about a lot of their friends and a lot of their ex relationships. Like it's not a credible source. They be, they become a non-credible source to the people that they talk badly about you to. And honestly, there's really nothing you can do to stop anyone from talking badly about you when you're no longer friends with them. There's really nothing you can do. And I think also there's nothing you should do. You shouldn't confront them. You shouldn't, you should just let them dig their own grave. Is that right there? Pave their own path. That's a better one. You should just let them do that. It's reflecting more on them than it is about you and and also think about it in this way too if someone is talking badly about you to other people and those other people choose to believe that person and not be friends with you not include you and avoid you you just have to accept it because more often than not you and that new person who you were wanting to build a relationship with probably don't operate on the same values and if you know your values are positive, honest, and have pure intent behind them, why would you want to be around someone that doesn't have those same values? Why would you want to be around somebody who's not honest, who doesn't value honesty, who's not positive? You know what I mean? I feel like this is a big ramble on the fact that it all boils down to you can't care. You just can't care about these things. But it's really not helpful to just say forget about it and not care about it. And I challenge you too, when you're faced with a dilemma as such, that you can unpack everything and be able to think about your thought process and think deeper as to why you have the feelings that you feel because they are valid. And it's really not easy to just not care about something. If it's racking your brain, you obviously care about it a lot and it's hard to just forget something that you care about. So that's why journaling and I'm the biggest advocate for journaling. That's why we're going to have downloadable journal pages on our website. Um, and you can check for those in the description below. 
But that's why it's so healthy and so important to unpack your feelings so you can really get to the root cause and then that's how you can really start to heal and start to take a step forward and be better and move towards being a better person. And and when I say being a better person, I mean that as in being the person that you want to be and living the life that you want to live. I know it's a bit of a short one today, but I did want to come on here and talk to you guys for the first episode. I was really excited. And this is just something that's been racking my brain. And I know a few people in my personal life that are going through the exact same thing in other areas of their life. And I just hope that you guys found value in today's episode. I hope that it helped you guys. And I hope that we can have a nice talk about it too in the comments. But it's a hard one. It's really hard. Don't automatically think that you're the problem right away. And if you feel like you are the problem, journal it, write it down, unpack it, and figure out why you feel like you're the problem. It could be a positive thing as to like what I was saying a little bit earlier, like, yeah, you're the problem because you want to live a better life and you want to be happy. And that person doesn't, not necessarily doesn't want to see you happy, but They don't like who you are when you operate from a healthy space. They like when you're really low and not operating to the best of your ability. So I will leave you guys with that. And of course, again, I hope you found value in today's episode and I hope that it helped. If it did, don't forget to give this video a thumbs up. I really appreciate it. And five stars if you're listening on a podcast platform. Any suggestions that you have that you want me to kind of unpack and discuss with you guys, I would really love to help out. And to also, this helps me a lot too. Like I am, I'm going through it with you guys. I'm on this journey too. If you have any tips or advice about positive self-talk and motivation or know someone who does, there is a form on tulipsandrosespod.com where you can write to become a guest. And of course, if you know somebody that would value this episode, then please send it along their way. Let's share the message. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Have a beautiful and safe 24. Bye.